Over a year ago, we had three brand new Amazon sellers on one episode on this show, and you're in for a treat today because you're going to hear what they've done to level up over the last year, one of them even about ready to place a PO for over $100,000. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hey guys, you know, we've had a few guests here on the podcast that work for Thrasio. Now, what Thrasio is, is they're a company that acquires leading FBA brands from small business owners just like you. They've got the experience of acquiring over 125 Amazon businesses, so they've seen it all when it comes to managing and growing an Amazon brand. So if you are thinking about selling your FBA business, visit Thrasio.com forward slash helium 10 to connect with the Thrasio's deal team. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O.com forward slash helium 10 for more information on if your brand is a good fit for Thrasio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. And we've got our third installment of what I think we call this like the new seller series. And you first met these three guests over a year ago is in 2020, right? During the middle of the pandemic, uh, I want to say, I don't know, like May, June, uh, around there of 2020. And we talked to three people who were just getting started on Amazon. Now, they were just getting started as far as selling products on Amazon, but they had been around the game for a while and, and been studying, uh, you know, for for months and in some case even a year before they they actually started selling. But uh, like I always love to do, I like reaching back to uh, our guest, um, you know, a year or two later to see where exactly they're at and and to see some of their wins, some of their losses. Because guess what, guys? You know, we've got tens of thousands of listeners out there. I know a lot of you are probably in the same boat or, or maybe they've had the same uh, experiences as at least one of our guests. So pay attention, guys. Let's see what we can learn from these uh, sellers to see what happened to them in 2020 and 2021. Uh, Anto, Chris, and Noemi, welcome to the show. What's happening? Hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> I now, Chris is not old enough to know that commercial. <laughs> Nobody here is old enough to know I that commercial. I am. <laughs> now, really quick, let's just, let's see. Uh, I'm looking back at uh, the old episode uh, right here. By the way, guys, if you guys want to get the full backstory on uh, these three guests, go to episode 161. So episode 161 of the Serious Sellers podcast. They were in the second half of that episode. But these guests are so cool. I was like, you know what? They should not be sharing the spotlight. We're going to have a whole episode just dedicated to them. So, um, Chris, you know, we learned a lot about you, but I don't remember in the original, you know, podcast. I remember we talked about how you were an actor and, and stuff like that, but uh, I don't think I, I realized that you were a D1 basketball player too yeah. uh, back in your day. Yeah, a long time ago, different life ago. Different life ago. So so what what happened there? Was it just like, uh, uh, did, you, did you just do it for the four years and then you're like, hey, that was fun? Or did you, you know, did you try and go to play overseas at all? No, like I, I, in my head, I was going to the NBA, like since I was 13. The only thing was I was, I was never any good. Um, I just, I just worked mm -hmm. really hard. Um, and I ended up playing two years. I got hurt. And I honestly, I got a little bit of burnt out, uh, a little bit burnt out and, uh, just kind of, you know, pivoted, changed directions. 
Okay, okay. Now back to your Amazon story. You had said that you were particularly inspired by by Project X. And, um, you know, as me being somebody who knows your product, <laughs> I definitely could say that you were inspired by Project. No, he did not make a coffin shelf, guys, but uh, it, it was something along those lines. I made a coffin tray. A coffin tray. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what? Is that a product? Yeah, uh, by the time this episode airs, uh, I think, you know, in a couple of weeks, I think it's going to be live, but as kind of like a, a, a half serious, half joke, we are actually coming out with a Project X hybrid. It's a cross between Manny's Mysterious Oddities mm. and Guy's Chicken Coop. It is a, can you guys guess what it is? Probably a, a chicken egg tray with, in the shape of a coffin. <laughs> a coffin shaped egg tray. Ding, 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 ding. Winner. You got it. <laughs> but yeah, we're actually coming with that, with that, but that, that, that's, uh, he's not in the coffin niche, but anyways, um, you had done courses. I know before other courses as well. So it's not like, you know, project X was your first exposure to, to Amazon, Chris, but, but what about project X, you know, since, since I think you saw project X after you took a course, yeah. like what clicked there for you that actually had you go out and actually do something and get your first product? Dude. So I actually, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, I did like product research for almost a year. Um, and, mm -hmm. and it wasn't because I couldn't, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Don't be embarrassed well, about well, that. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't cause I couldn't find anything. I just couldn't find anything that I felt comfortable investing money in. Um, and then with Project X, it just really clicked for me, realizing it was about finding keywords, right, and not products. Um, mm -hmm. And that allowed me to be, you know, just have more fun and be more creative and, and go down some rabbit holes and find some some pretty interesting stuff. And so I, I think that was like the biggest thing for me was like it's about keywords. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so we're gonna leave people hanging right there. Like they're like, okay, well, what's next? But uh, let's go to. Noemi, when we talked to you last, you know, we, we did go into your backstory. Really cool. Your music uh, uh, musician and, and just very, very talented uh, across the board. Refresh my memory. When did your first product launch on Amazon? What month? What, was it before or after that, that podcast? So it was right afterwards, like two weeks afterwards. It was in July 22nd. So July 22nd. Okay. So you've, you've now had your product there for a year. Um, how did your product launch and in, in your first couple of months go uh, uh, selling on Amazon? Yeah, so everything went well. I think um, as I'm sharing with most people who are asking the same question, I think uh, it was a bit too successful or more successful than we thought it would be, and which was a great um, problem to solve, but still it was a problem. So in our case, we went out of, in the, of stock like um, very shortly afterwards. Um, but yeah, I think it was really like, it was a super experience. How many units did you have for your initial order? I should say. So for the launch, we had, uh, a thousand units that should have lasted for, uh, three months, which was gone in mm -hmm. three weeks. So. Wow. Three yeah, weeks. So, um, that was a really great lesson, I think, because most of the time, you know, people are teaching you how to calculate correctly inventory and that was right the proof yeah. that you know <laughs> you know nothing just now so um yep. yeah i think it, it was a great lesson to learn now so uh, that was a great lesson to learn what means to be out of stock and what means to improvise and also consider um shipping via air which uh, was at least two times were almost three times more expensive than sea shipping so i think it was a great lesson anyhow Okay. All right. We're going to, we're going to come back to you in a little bit. Our, our third guest here also, uh, originally from Romania, like Noemi and, and now living in, uh, 
uh, the U.S. for a number of years. Uh, Anto, let's talk about your other main business, which is real estate back in Romania. How, how is that going? Well, uh, I bought one more apartment and I'm about to buy a multi-unit here in New Jersey, probably in the next three months. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't I didn't know uh, about that. So, so you're branching out to the U.S. with the Real estate, uh, are you going to like, is that going to be for renting it out or Airbnb or or to just fix up and sell or what? Renting it out. I want a stable stable income where I can just stay in front of the computer working on my Amazon business. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you, I believe at the time that we recorded the podcast, you were still about two to three months away at least for having your product ready because of all those hurdles you were you were going through for regulations and things like that, That's right? Correct. Yes, I was. When was your actual launch? Then what month did, did it actually finally go live? It was on the election day. It was November, and I sold out in two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, so I don't know what it is about Romanian sellers <laughs> who sell out their inventory in two and a half to three <laughs> weeks. Uh, Chris, you. I mean, if I if I remember correctly, actually, your first shipment, you also sold out. Uh, yeah, mine was, mine was a long four weeks though. Oh my goodness. You're slacking <laughs> four weeks. What, what's wrong with you? Sorry, man. Yeah, get on Anto and Noemi's uh, level yeah. here. Come on now. You're slacking. All right. So, all right. Well, that's it guys. I, we obviously could not have predicted the, the, the way things would turn out. I think Chris had, had launched already when we had him on the podcast, but Noemi hadn't launched. Anto was months away from launch. Uh, but at the same time, guys, I'm not going to say, Hey, 100% of sellers are, are going to sell out in three, four, five weeks or are going to knock it out of the park on their first product. That, you know, things always happen on Amazon, but but this was kind of like a, a, a cool a cool story, bro, that that all three of them sold out so fast. Now, let's go back to uh, Chris. Now, you, you know, sold out in four weeks. Now, your product was a lot, lot bigger than Noemi, so air shipping wasn't even an option for you, right? Correct. Yeah, I did by C. Okay, so then how long were you out of stock? Dude, that was my, and so that was my biggest problem is as I kept running out of stock and my lead time was so uh, long that I, it was like constantly going against me in the algorithm. Okay, okay, so how long was that? Though? Yeah, um, I wanna say the first time I was out of stock for about a month and a half and the second time about two months. Wow, yeah. a month and a half. So what were you selling? What was your first order? Was it 500 or 1,000? Yeah, 1, my first order was 500. Okay. And I just snuck by that 200 ASIN restriction. Um, oh, yeah, nice. I just snuck by. So yeah, my first, my first order is 500. So were you pro, you know, when you look back at your, you know, launch costs and your PPC and, and, and what it costs to ship and, and tariffs and everything, I, I was hoping you're using, you know, helium 10 profits or something mm -hmm. to kind of see, uh, that first shipment, were you profitable or did you break even or, or how did you do on that? first? Yeah, shipment? I did really well. I mean, do you want to hear like actual numbers? It's not crazy or anything. No, I, I want to hear fake yeah. numbers. Is what I want. <laughs> of course, I want to hear actual numbers. Come on. For sure. Uh, no, so I want to say out of three months of selling, like not including obviously the out of stock months, I, I made uh -huh. um, twelve thousand dollars profit. Wow, and it was wow. great. I was just super excited. That that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, a little bit more money than you were making with the with the you're doing photography and acting, but those weren't like steady paychecks, right? right? Yeah, they're you know variable. Are you still selling that product? Yeah, yeah, I am. Like, ha has it been a time now where you broke the cycle of always running out? Or? Yeah, so it actually started to get a little bit more saturated. Um, and then when I got back in stock my third time, I was on I was on page two 
Um, so it's been a little bit harder to kind of get back up to that top. So that's what I'm working to do right now. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what's your, is it, is it only that one product you've had this whole time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what's like your, your monthly sales, you know, now, now that you're kind of in a, in a groove, I guess. Um, gross sales. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't gotten back in the groove. So like before I was probably hitting like, you know, close to 500 a month. Now I'm probably more at like 120. 500 units you were selling a month? Yeah, earlier. And then now I'm probably at like 120, 150. And so your product's like what, like 20 bucks or 30 or what is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 30. So it's 500 units a month selling and is $30 you said was your retail Correct. price? So that's 15,000? Yes, $15,000. Woohoo. All right, my brain is is working. All right, so $15,000 a month, um, you know, spread out over a year. That's just one product, but already a, a six-figure uh, product right there. Um, how did your profitability change, if at all, like as it got saturated, did you find uh, PPC more expensive um, or any difference there? Yeah, I found that my my PPC costs went up and obviously because my sales went down. So I had to had to play around with that a little bit, definitely. Okay, cool, cool. Um, any reason why you haven't launched another one? Like, were you just happy? Like, was this your goal or, yeah. or, or you just couldn't find, uh, something that you really liked to, to do? Yeah. Or? So my initial goal was to get this one a little bit stabilized and scale it. Um, and I just didn't feel comfortable launching another product until I felt this one was a little bit more secure. Um, and so I, I kind of want to just focus on this one for right now. Okay. Now during those times when you were, were gross or when you're profiting, uh, you know, a, a pretty nice little paycheck there. What did you do with that money? You know, you didn't necessarily invest it in a brand new product. Uh, did you just go all back into replenishment or did you do anything fun with it, with that money oh, or yeah. we, pay bills I, I or what? I threw a party, man. No, we, uh, I put it right back. I put it right back into the, to the original. Okay. All right, cool. We're going to come back to you in a little bit because you, you still got some fun things as, as part of your, your story. So, uh, Noemi, um, your product was super small as far as the package goes. And that's why, even though it was more expensive to ship by air, you, it's not like you were losing money when you did it by air, right? Uh, yes, sir. Actually, I lost money because if you're thinking everything is about cash flow, right? So you didn't have enough mm -hmm. money then to reinvest in inventory because that's the game, right? Having enough inventory. If you don't have yeah. inventory, you cannot gain money. So um, even if the product was relatively small, it wasn't that small, but it was relatively small. So just to imagine we ordered only 500 units this time by air and also the other 500 or 1,000 units were shipped by sea. So we still had both options open. It wasn't only by sea, just for your reference, <laughs> because you're asking if, if the product was small. Yeah. Now, now were, you, were you hit by the 200 uh, max quantity or you also got in before that was like really affecting everybody? Right before. So we got in right before, but uh, we, nice. we went out of stock and that was the moment then it was the 200 limit because we started doing FBM orders, fulfilling FBM orders. So we still have that, um, facing that uh, problem, the 200 uh, limit. But I think it okay. was still fine because you learned how to do things differently, not to rely only on FBA, but learn how to actually fulfill orders by yourself, you know, learn how to buy shipping labor, learn how to send the product. Did, did you do it from your Correct. apartment yes. or your yes. house, wherever you so, live? So uh, first I started, um, I did it with a TPL company and afterwards mm -hmm. um, I've done it by, by, by myself. And um, yeah, 
to, to this day, we're still um, fulfilling a few of our products uh, or a few of our SKUs by FBM. So uh, we're still doing that. Okay. I think I remember seeing your listing once mm-hmm. and your main image was not compliant. Did you ever get caught for that? Or yes, sir. Uh, since everybody else had the same thing without a white background, yes, sir. Y- you never got caught? No, no we were caught. I think, um, as I was mentioning, we were caught. Yeah. That sounds bad, but mm. uh, like, uh, just to give you an example, we are, we are in a very competitive niche and, uh, most of the best sellers don't have their image on a white background. So, uh, we said, okay, let's try to simulate whatever it's selling best. So this is why we went with it. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, let's, you know, <laughs> break as break as, as possible TOS terms. Uh, but um, yeah, we, we were caught because I think mostly because we started to sell well. So that was, I think, one of the reasons. But afterwards, uh, we obviously we changed the plan. And I think the best part of it, it was being prepared. So we already had the image and a white background. And, you know, the moment it was suspended, so in the morning, like after two hours, it was back again. So, um, yeah. Did did it did they give you a reason of why? Yeah, because it wasn't the- like did you get a message saying hey your 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 image is not compliant or something like that? I've never gotten mm-hmm. one of those. Yes, sir. Yeah, emails. exactly. That that's that was oh. the reason. And now it's funny because as I was mentioning, still most of our competitors don't have them on the white background, and still no yeah. one is you know no one is doing anything about it. Yep, that, that's how it mm-hmm. is. Yep, that's unfortunately how it is. Okay, so then did you? How long did it take for you to get to a a, a point? where you weren't running out of stock anymore? Um, how long? Well, um, to give you a short background, so as Chris was mentioning, okay, the paychecks for, for us, like we are in for a whole year already, or almost a whole year, we still haven't took out money from the business. Everything goes back, in, like investing everything back to, be, to the business. And um, I think this is what helped us. Also, besides that, all the profit from the business, we also invested our own money in the business. So I think that helped us to not get run out of stock. Now in um, January, January was a speci- specifically great uh, month for us. I think our uh, competitors went out of stock and uh, that's when I, just sales just went <laughs> on the roof. And mm-hmm. that caused our uh, first, our first major, let's say, um, moment when we went out of stock for a month. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, afterwards, getting back, uh, I think it was yeah costly. PPC-wise, it was costly. But yeah, we are back since and haven't been out since then. So uh, yeah, it was a... What was your peak month of sales, gross sales? <sighs> peak month? Um, actually, last month was the peak month of sales. And and how, how much was that? Um, 30, between 30 and 40,000. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, now you mentioned you launched uh, other products too. So b- before I get to that though, for, for the first product, you know, one thing we talked about is you're kind of a, a Instagram savant as well. And hundreds of thousands of followers on different Instagram accounts. Did you ever utilize your Instagram to launch any of your products or, or was your launches all outside of social media? Um, I think it was both. Excuse me, our cat is here and very talkative, so he'll be meowing during the uh, podcast. Uh, Yes, so Instagram followers, that was the talk. Um, It helped. It didn't help as much as I thought it would help, but I think it helped realize how how much you know and how, how much you still have to learn. But mainly, I think, as... It helped with, with, with what 
we wanted to help basically. It also helped mm-hmm. with uh, like user generated content. Um, so I think it 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 had its purpose. It didn't have the main purpose, but I think that was on my side because I I also wanted to use uh, these connections with the influencers to build up, you know, um, for ranking. And most of them didn't understand what it takes or search find by or all yeah. those things. So I think it was a very like um, helpful way to learn what what it works with influencer and what doesn't work or what to better. I think. Does okay. it make sense? Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I, I, I mean, a lot of people out there, I think, are are, are in this uh, same uh, same situation as that. Now, you mentioned though that you've you have multiple products. Correct. So, did did you how many more products did you launch, and were they just kind of like extensions of the same brand or the same niche, or completely different, or what? Uh, so, we launched our second product actually last month. Uh, but what we also did, we have variations for our product, which uh, yeah is super helpful. And um, yeah, this is the second product. It's very similar to the first one. It's uh, a bit differentiate, differentiated in the sense that we have a variety pack this time. And also the it's a bit different from the first one, you know? So it's like a, one more choice for the customers. And um, yeah, basically on those two, we have different variations. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let's go back to uh, Anto really quick. Now, Anto, um, when we, you know, I think at the time that we did the podcast, you actually had already, you know, made the down payment or you, you sent all the money or something. So you actually told us that you had uh, kind of budgeted and, and were spending about a lot more, you know, for, for, for your launch. You know, you had been saving up for this a long time. It was a more expensive product. And I think you put in like like twenty or $25,000 on it. So uh, the product went live. Uh, I think you just said November or something. November 4th, uh, I checked. <laughs> November 4th. Yes. And so in three weeks, how many Like how, how many units was your uh, Seven, first 702. order? 702. So in three weeks, what kind of gross sales are we talking about as far as uh, retail price? $33,000. Good grief. $33,000 on one product and then you sold out. How, how are the reviews? Uh, you know, I had a 4.7. And okay. I had Very specific 100 there. and 203 with my first 700 units. Don't ask me how, you know, fine. Well, I never had in, uh, I, I never had inserts. 200 out of 700 left no, a, a no, rating. No, at no, least? no. So it was 102 reviews based on the 700 units. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds more like yeah. it there. All right. Uh, which is very, very uh, which is still very good. Uh, we're using, was that just, Nothing no, like, or did you have follow up on or, or something? No follow up, or? no inserts, no flows, no QR. Is people really loved nothing, it? Your absolutely product, absolutely nothing. No insert nothing, cards, no anything. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Yep, that's the beauty about the the one click reviews is that you know in the old days you did that you you you'd have been you'd been lucky to get like twenty reviews or, or ten reviews, but but now with that one click rating, um, so many people are are willing to leave the uh, the uh, the stars now. You went out of stock, and then what's your next move? Like, did you just immediately? I mean, even before you went out of stock, did you already make a second yeah, order? Yeah, one week. One week since I've launched, uh, I've waited for my first review. That was my issue because my product was a little bit weird, and being summer, I was afraid that the contents of it might have melted, or that something happened to my battery, or that something might have happened. So I went. I waited mm-hmm. for my first review to see what people say if they had issues. So once I saw my first five star review, 
organic. Uh, I placed a second yeah. order of a thousand units, and that was my biggest mistake, and that was my downfall. Because why? Well, why was it a mistake to order a thousand? Because units? I should have I should have ordered way over three thousand units. So one thousand units. That's still that. I mean, with shipping and everything, and, and duties, we're we're talking another like what thirty thousand dollars? Oh God! Uh, yeah, almost close to yeah. I would say thirty with the with the uh, yes, close to thirty thousand. I would say more than twenty-seven, okay. twenty-eight. Okay. So yeah, I mean that. See, that th- that's a cool thing too, guys. You know, like uh, Anto just knocked it out of the park here because by by getting into a niche like that, that was so high. What what's the retail cost again on your product? Uh, 45. 40, 45. 45, yeah. By getting into a niche. 50 during Q4. Easily K50. Mm-hmm. Where the product is so expensive, you know, you, you're pricing yourself out of what a lot of other competitors could afford. So sometimes you can hit it, uh uh you can hit it well there. But the drawback is you've got to have a lot of cash mm-hmm. on hand to be able to order uh these these kind of uh these kind of events. So the the next, you know, so how long were you out of stock uh total? Was it like what a two month, months? A or month what? and a half the first time. And then I okay. ordered three more uh, three uh, three more thousand units. I sold out again in, in a month. I sold out again because this happened in January. So in the slow month I sold out of a thousand units. And I placed Wow, so the thousand I remember like you, you were having some uh uh, you know, the inventory restrictions. And so I actually took one of your pallets to yes, my warehouse and that was the, the best my warehouse has smelled <laughs> um, in the history of my warehouse. Like the whole warehouse, the aroma was so pleasant because of your product. Thank you. Everybody was like, what's that smell? What's that smell? And then we had to send it to Amazon for you. Like, oh no, the product is gone. Like our warehouse <laughs> smells like crap again. But anyways, um, all right. So a thousand units. And so I'm assuming both of these I mean, did you ever estimate your profit off of both of these first two orders? Uh, twenty-seven thousand dollars. Twenty-seven thousand yeah. dollars profit. Good grief! So that was perfect because um, I remember back in the original podcast, you know, your your other job, your local job, not your real estate, but you you couldn't even do it for like five months because everything was on lockdown. That's, that's right? correct. That's correct. So that was really kind of like a, a lifesaver, not a lifesaver. You know, you still have the no, real estate. No, because I put it back in. <laughs> it was not a lifesaver. Ah, I put yeah, it back in. That's true. <laughs> But it's fun. You're playing with uh, house money there. Um, so okay, okay. So then a thousand units, and then you sold out, and then you said you ordered more. Yes, I did. And this is. And then what? What was happening during all this time? This is the real. As far as the niche the real goes. Fun story. Um, so uh, last year I was in a uh, podcast. I was the same podcast. I can't remember who, whose podcast it was, and some guru decided to recommend exactly my niche. Exactly. Go and do this product, guys. It's a hot product right now. It was a random or, or, or they knew your product? No, it was right. Ra- I don't know. I really don't know. At this point, I don't know. Um, and Okay, okay. No. I mean, if you don't know, I'm sure it was probably innocent. Things like that happen all the time. I mean, you, you guys have heard about how 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 I, I, I get all excited two years ago and kept showing Tim Jordan products. He's like, <laughs> that's my product. <laughs> and I totally found it completely. He had no idea, you know, but th- th- things like that happen. So, that kind of sucks. So a podcast mentioned it wasn't. No, me. it wasn't. Yeah, you. I guarantee no, that. Because you knew my product. It wasn't the me. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah, but um, I found my product. Okay. Were, remember, my, I found one product. That's why I went with. I don't have a pipeline. I don't know about pipeline back yeah. then. Yeah, and so then, it, I, I'm assuming then you you started seeing a lot of more competitors come up. Yeah. So putting my cost per click went from from my main keyword from two dollars, it went up to eight dollars. That much. Whoa. 
That's crazy. So while $8. yeah, while my manufacturer kept lying to me about you know I had my issues with my manufacturer that delayed my production from thirty days to ninety days, I I had to to make a business decision. Uh, I put thirty percent down for these three thousand units, so I took my hands off, and I did not go ahead the product because. Also, you canceled the order. Uh, yes, I did. Oh. That that's that's got to be like a five figure loss then, yes, right? Yes, it was. But the way you calculated it out was at the paper click cost and with the the added um, competition, you weren't confident that that you were still going to be profitable. Or what was the thought process? The there? thought process was okay. I'm gonna be out of stock for two months, trying to re rank the product, trying to put it where it was because I was on the I was on the fourth organic position for a keyword with 170,000 searches a month when I went out of stock. And that was my main keyword. And I didn't pay a lot of money to be there because my launch was extremely good, extremely good. Mm -hmm. So getting back there, I was afraid I will never be able to be back there unless I somehow resetted my honeymoon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, you know what? I don't even think this is worth it. It was a $50,000 order. Uh, I took my hands off. It was a business decision. I still regret it somehow to this day. But then again, when I when I look for the because I look for the products almost every single day to see what shows up. It went from 10 competitors when I launched to 100. And I'm like, it's not worth it. It is not. Mm-hmm. The price seems to have gone down a little of bit course. too, the, the retail of course, price. Of course. Now, yeah. whatever I say for 45, that's it for 39. Uh, the cost in China, it keeps going up. Uh, you know, the shipping, the problem with the shipping that is right now with a container, I need a full yep, container. Yep. It would have, I would have paid 12000 compared to 5000 So it was, it was not worth it from a okay. business point of view. All right. Well, that that that's a very real life. Like I said, guys, hey. It's important to understand that Amazon is not always rainbows and unicorns. Things happen. You got to make uh, tough decisions, and and you know you can look back and say, "Oh, I wish I did this," or I know. But at the at the time, you know, you got to make a decision, guys, and and you might be, uh, you need to prepare yourselves for 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 tough uh tough decisions uh like this. Let's go back to uh Chris now. So Chris, what's the the future hold for you uh on Amazon selling on Amazon like uh. You're just gonna stick with this product, or, or you, you actively doing product research to, to to find something else, or what's Dude, that's, going on? That's such a funny question because I have I have a friend who started selling on Amazon a little bit after me, and he is so gung ho, like he's launching products left and right. And uh, where I'm at is just financially, like I'm I want to make sure I get this product solidified before I start launching more, uh, just so mm-hmm. I don't run into cash flow issues. And the only reason I don't do product research right now is I know when, if I find something, it's going to bother me so much that I can't launch it. So I just, <laughs> I just stay away and I just like, you know, blinders. Okay. Okay. Now, did you run into any issue like, like Anto did where, 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 I mean, we talked a little bit about it already about PPC, uh, costs increasing. I'm assuming it didn't go from two to $8 like, like her, but what about like, with the new competition, did the retail prices go down? Did you have to lower your price or or, or how's that going? <laughs> well, I probably should have lowered my price, Bradley. Um, the I know the search volume went from like five to 30. Um, the prices, I think I have the cheapest price um, and the smallest product. 
So I haven't really changed much, but I honestly, I probably should look into doing that. Okay, cool, cool. So um, do you have a timeline on when you want to, uh, you know, like end of the year or, or next year or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping to be able to get my, uh, my product back like in the top position on page one for Q4 and then probably order a big, a big amount for Q4 and then start of the year, start doing more products. Okay, and then would it be an extension of this brand or or just start from scratch and something completely yeah, new? Yeah, it would be an extension of this brand. So earlier, before before I realized how bad of an idea it was for me temperamentally to look for new products, I came across like two or three that would be great for the brand. So uh, I'll probably okay. revisit those. Okay. Now, we talked before about um, you know how your other jobs were not steady, photography, Acting things. Have you done any uh, acting uh, gigs in the last Dude, year? I haven't done any acting since COVID. It's okay. been a while, man. I mean, with all these t- Disney and and everybody coming out with a, uh, I mean, I just watched a movie on 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 Amazon Prime that was actually it seemed like a blockbuster movie. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, why why are why are yeah. there so many things? We'll, we'll have to get it's you. It's starting uh, to pick back up, though. It, it definitely is starting to pick back up. So it's just taking. Okay, but you do have like a, a nine to five job. I now, do. Right yeah, you know, it's it's all right. It it, it gets the job done. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> but, but, but where where do you work now? I work for a, a software company called Helium Ten. Oh, I think yeah, I've heard yeah, of them yeah. uh, a little bit. Yeah, they're bit. pretty slick, man. That's cool. So what do you do uh, for yeah, us Inside here? sales. So I, I talk with people who are new to Helium 10. And I kind of take them through demos and, and show them some things like how to use the tools, what would be helpful, and, and get them signed up on. Yeah. When you do that, are you using my Project X account or are you using yours? I'm using a dummy account. Yeah, I'm not using mine. A dummy yeah, account. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but, but like... Do you feel that that people like listen a little bit more as opposed to, you know, you're not just some like salesman trying to push software. You're like, hey, you're an Amazon seller and you're actually in their shoes. A hundred percent. And also too, because there's there's also a lot of noise out there, right? And I think it comes across that I can relate to how overwhelmed they are. Um, Like I'll tell people, it's like, dude, I'm very familiar with the feeling of wanting to throw my computer through the window. Like I get not knowing where to start. And so I think that definitely translates. All right, guys, quick break from this episode for our BTS Bradley's 30 seconds. Here's my 30 second tip. Um, You know, we heard in this episode about Anto having to put together a lot of money for some of these POs and and people running out of inventory. And, you know, as you guys know, you know, one way to help get a line of credit or to get some extra cash flow is obviously using Helium 10 Alta, you know, helium10.com forward slash Alta can, can help with that. But sometimes you might not qualify, right? If you're a, if you're a newer seller, you don't qualify for a, a line of credit or daily payout. So one thing that I've been using, I even used this just two weeks ago, is this website, no affiliation to Helium 10. It's called Plastique. Uh, I think that's the way you pronounce it. Uh, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q. And what it does is it allows you to send like wire transfers pulled from your credit card. It's usually a fee of like two to 3%. And so like I just did a wholesale order. I didn't have any cash on hand um, or I did have cash. I didn't want to use it. Um, so I just, uh, you know, pulled it from my credit card for $5,000. I knew I was going to get, you know, cash back for um, for travel and it became a wire. So if you guys want to, you know, take a look at this, um, I don't have an affiliate code. This is just like my personal referral code. I think you get like $2,000 of uh, uh, fee free um, on this, including myself. So if you want to try it out, try it out at plastic.com, P L A S T I Q.com forward slash invite forward slash one, three, three, six, nine, nine, 
six. And you can maybe use this to fund your order, but be careful. You know, 3% is still 3%. Make sure that you calculate well if you are using this from your credit card. Let's go back to uh, Noemi. Now, what's on the agenda for the rest of 2021 for your brand? Um, today, I was just uh, calculating how much inventory do we still need. So we are planning for Q4 at this point. Um, Mm-hmm. And for the brand itself, so we just started, launched last month, the product, the second product. So far, it's working really well. Um, I think it will be expanding and I would think um, email marketing would be the next step um, to learn and to master because that's something that I so much heard about yet knew nothing about. So that's something that definitely will be also working on the website, just put together a website. Um Basically, it would be to not depend on Amazon only, because at this point, we still are depending a lot on Amazon and our sales are mainly on Amazon. So that would be um, for this year to um, not necessarily say goodbye to Amazon, but to understand that it's a platform that it's not yours. So each customer that you gain there, it's not yours. And um, yeah, basically, that would be learn how to have your own customers, because this is the brand, basically. And just to grow the brand to um, make more people aware also um, on the influencer side we are launching um, you know trying to contact more nano influencers and have even more uh, UGC like user generated content so that would be it basically just grow 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 and learn how to uh, not pro- not have any more cash flow issues I, I would say not in the sense that cash flow issue that you don't have money, but cash flow issues that you always have to invest into new inventory because, you know, if you want to go yep. off Amazon, obviously that means that you have to have more inventory. So kind of this would be. Especially now that shipping takes forever yes. and production seems to take forever exactly. too, right? So that's what we are working on. Basically email marketing, yeah, influencers, and also like getting off like on other platforms rather than only Amazon. Okay, cool. Well, like, do you know, like, would it be Walmart or Shopify, or do you have a, a plan of which one you want to go to first? Uh, yes, so we're thinking on Shopify, but we'll also analyze it if it's the right product for Shopify, because that's also a big thing, you know. Um, the product might sell really well on Amazon, but is it for Shopify? And um, yeah, basically, what we, what we plan on doing is having on our own website, and currently we're using WordPress, so. Uh, that would be maybe true Shopify, maybe WordPress only. So that's something still we have to figure out. Okay, we're going to come back and get some of your strategies in a little bit. Uh, Anta, what about you? You're you're not currently selling on Amazon. Have uh, I know you got your um, uh, your old job back then when that was shut down by COVID. So it's not like you're financially destitute here and, and you're saving up a lot of money. So uh, it, would it be safe to say that 100% you're going to find and launch another product this year or only 50% chance or what would you say? Actually, uh, I'm still selling on Amazon because uh, last week I got a um, trademark infringement. Obviously, my my listing was shut down and I resolved the issue and I had uh, three units that were uh, stranded and they sold, three, three and units? They sold out in like half an hour. So I am still a seller, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, hey, you actually, you know, you actually had a professional Amazon selling account and a Helium 10 account you were paying for almost one year before you launched. So 
So um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you know keeping your, your selling accounts going even when you're not actively selling. But what about product research? Have you started looking at your next product or? or yes, I have. What's going on? Uh, Actually, this time I'm gonna keep my my products uh, very secure, and nobody shall know my my products. <laughs> I have five products on the pipeline. Uh, yes. Five, like five, and you're gonna pick one, or you're literally gonna launch five literally different products. Literally gonna launch five different products that they're all over fifty dollars, and I'm. How many? Oh my goodness gracious! How many brands? One, the same. Is yes. it the same brand as your your yes, old product? I just added extra uh, classes to my trademarks. And you found a new like um, manufacturer other than that one that you said was lying to oh, you? Oh, God. Yeah, that would be my first advice towards people. Get multiple manufacturers. Don't work just with one. Vet multiple of them. Make sure they have your designs. Don't work just with one because that was another of my downfall. Yep. All right. So now, you know, you've had some issue with procrastinating in the past, Anto. So I want you to give me a a solid date of of when you're going to have a product on the way to you from China or whatever country you're manufacturing. Uh, I'm looking July month. It doesn't July have to be exact 6th. date. I think it's going to be November again. <laughs> just to make sure. November I again. Say October, but just so I don't lie to you. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, heck, if you order now, that's almost the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's almost the time it takes just under, so so that must that's that's good then. That, that means you're 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 already in the uh um, you're ready, ready to go. So that that's exciting. You know, we saw what you did with one product. Yeah. Uh, now with five, like good grief, that's going to be like six figure per month. Uh, I know I no succeeded. Time. I know I know what I have to do, and there is so much more to learn, and I'm learning every single day. And I haven't gave up Amazon. I just gave up a product because in mm -hmm. my head at the time, because of the stress, it was the right thing to do. But even if you fail with a product, give up that product. Don't give up the idea. Don't give up the business. Yes. It is. Yes. Very, very true. Important. It's not, I, I wouldn't even use the word fail, you know, like, like in uh, your head, you still learn. I mean, how much, tell me how much did you learn in those, oh even though they were God. tough, you know, those six months, unbelievable amount, unbelievable amount. Yeah. Unbelievable. But your head, especially with say, all you went through yeah. to get the regulations and oh all that stuff. God. Oh my God. Yes. But I still have complicated products. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, that that's good because I mean, uh, even even you know, if, if another product would have gotten the exposure that yours did, you know, it probably would have been saturated even more. But but even though it was already out on podcasts and things, um, it's a little bit limited with how saturated it might get, just because it's so difficult of a product to uh, to make. That sounds good. Let, let's go back to Chris now. Uh, you have any for us? Any thirty any second tips? tips? Uh, maybe oh, one or two. Oh man, do I? Um, so I have, I have two, uh, the first one is fall forward. Um, I, I don't know who resonates with this, but I'm kind of like a, I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist. And like I said earlier, like I did product research for a year. Um, like just, you're going to make mistakes, just go make them and, and like fall forward. Uh, and the second one was, I actually heard this on, you had a guest on before our last podcast and he said something that's really stuck with me. He said, it's not a, it's not a product selling business. It's a problem solving business. And I feel like as soon as I shifted my, my mentality to that, things went a lot smoother because you, you, you're constantly like things keep popping up. And like, when you realize it's a problem solving business, you're a little bit more calmer and, and more productive when you, when you come across those. Cool. I like it. I like it. Um, Noemi, what about you? What's some, uh, 
strategies that you have. It, it could be life hack, like you know what, what what Chris was talking about, or a mentality hack, or it could be a PPC strategy or a launch strategy. What can you uh, help us out with? I think most important would be know your numbers, because most of the time people don't know their numbers. They are like mesmerized by this awesome potential that Amazon brings to their life. And most of the time you fail only because you didn't didn't know what you don't know. So definitely know your numbers. The second thing would be um, on Amazon to succeed now, nowadays. It's not working anymore if you're only a product. So be a brand, not a product. Um, the third one, I think it would be revenue and profit are two different things. And most of the time people are mesmerized yet again by how much money they make when in fact uh, it's how much profit you take and how much it's about cash flow, as I was mentioning. So definitely it, it's not enough to make money. It's really you have to reinvest money and understand how to grow because Amazon, it's amazing yet again, I'm saying. But if you're not able to grow on Amazon, uh, it would be very painful, you know, and you're wasting a lot of effort, time, stress. And these would be my three top three um, like best practices to do. Know your numbers, be a brand, not a product, and revenue and profit are two different things. Cool. Now you actually, you know, you, you didn't start working for helium 10, but you too have like, kind of like a, not necessarily career change, but, uh, somehow your voice is now more familiar to people out there. Why is that? Um, why is that? You mean my, more influential? <laughs> yes. yes. Apart from just your singing, uh, Apart from the, obviously. Um, yeah. So I'm, I started, uh, to be a co-host of Wizards of Ecom podcast, I think when did we start? Like a few months back, three, four months ago, and since then I am loving it. I'm the co-host of the show, and I have awesome guests on who are more than willing to share all the goodies. I'm very like uh, somehow I mimicked your strategy. I'm very uh, up, up like forward, and I'm not like really sugarcoating things. So <laughs> thank you, Bradley, for mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like yeah, it. That's all. All right. Well, guys, look at look at this. We we've got somebody who's on this three people who are on this podcast as brand new sellers, never having sold on Amazon or just had barely started. One is now a full time employee of Helium Ten and, and still selling well on Amazon. Another one is is selling over thirty thousand dollars a month on Amazon and is now uh, a co host of one of the most popular Amazon podcasts out there. And then we have another person here, Anto, who's about to put in a six figure uh, PO for uh, Amazon products. Uh, so guys, I, I don't know if, you know, uh, if what we call this a good luck charm or something, but uh, try and get on the podcast. Good things. <laughs> it seems like good things might happen to you. All right, let's, let's go to Anto now. What are your uh, strategies or tips like from uh, your product that you were selling, um, you know, like your launch strategy or PPC or, or, or mentality, whatever you want to talk about. What's your for us? Oh, strategy for launch. Uh, Noemi knows I'm pretty good at launching products. <laughs> Uh, know know your know know your whereabouts. Know what you have to do. Study as much as you can. But then again, from my experience, I did not manage stress very well. Don't get overstressed. Don't try to separate mm. because you're working from home. I I tended to forget yeah. that I'm still at home, that I still have a life. So I got overstressed. For me, that's that was the most mm. important thing besides the knowledge was the stress. So. Try to live a little bit while you're still trying to build a business. And another thing. That is really good yeah. advice. Go ahead. And keep another going. thing that exactly as Noemi said, know your numbers. Don't forget that you have to rank that product. Don't forget about PPC. 
know your exact numbers because at the beginning, Noemi was really good with her numbers. I was sloppy. Why I was sloppy? Because mm-hmm. I knew I had money. So I didn't yep. know my exact numbers until I ran the spreadsheet. And when I ran my spreadsheet, I, okay, I was like, okay, I got to cut down here. What can I do here? What can I do there? And everything turned to the better. So know your numbers yeah. and, and try to manage the stress. I don't know how everybody reacts, but for me, stress was oof, ginormous. Ginormous. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was All right. Well, and and then what um what if we have you on in 2022 like uh, I you know, will be a seven let's figure say seller. a couple that, that's what I was going to ask I, I want a bold statement yes. I knew I didn't even have to really push you very hard for that I yes. love it I yeah love I can it. promise you that watch <laughs> go hard or go home let's Big do it time. let's do it excellent all right well um uh Chris uh, I thank you uh, Anto and Noemi Multimesk uh, to you um it's really inspiring to see because guys these are just regular people all right now of course i'm I'm not trying to like diss them they're they're super like they're super amazing people but they are no different than than you or i i don't want anybody out there thinking that oh man you know it takes some special uh degree to be able to sell on amazon or i need to have like you know this sixth sense chris never sold on amazon before you know he didn't have uh, a dot-com huge business or anything and he's been able to 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 crush his product even though it became saturated uh anto had a product that in her first few weeks she was making or she grossed over thirty thousand dollars noemi was such a rookie that she wasn't even using white background images on her main image it was a strategy bradley don't say that we are not rookies (laughs) (laughs) no there's other mistakes that you were making too and anto told me about some of your mistakes that that you were making (laughs) but that's fine we all make rookie mistakes my the point is that guys you know these are just uh, what i like to call average joes and average sallies and just in a short period of time uh you know look how much they have learned and, and yeah, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. It, things didn't all work out great, but but you didn't hear one person here say, "Oh, I ran out of stock, and so I I, I gave up completely. I'm never going to sell on Amazon anymore." Oh, you know, my, my shipping took too long. You know what? I'm not going to sell on Amazon anymore. You, you heard her say, "You know what? I'm going all in with five products that are going to cost like twenty thousand dollars each." I mean, uh, <laughs> this is great. You know, Noemi's launching more products. This is the kind of attitude, guys, that 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 makes winners in, in the Amazon world. It, it's not your education level or your IQ or anything. It's what kind of work ethic do you have as an entrepreneur? And, and so please guys, uh, take a lesson from these three. Uh, I can't even call them new sellers, you know, anymore. Cause now they're, they're, they're veterans almost for a year. So take a, take a, take a page out of their book. And I want to have you guys on the podcast next and, and feature some more success stories like this. So again, uh, you three, thank you so much for joining and absolutely we want to hear from you guys in uh, in 2022. Gracias. Thanks for having us, Bradley. Thank you so much.